strength has no size each week i will be bringing somebody on to talk about their story their fitness journey weight loss journey whatever type of journey they're on whether they've been on it for a week or even a couple months to a couple years we all struggle and go through it we'll be talking about what keeps them motivated the ups and the downs and just that strength has no size it doesn't matter what the number on the scale says you are a strong individual Hey guys, it's Bethany. Welcome back to my podcast and I'm your host. And today I'm talking to my friend Viviana, who I met on Instagram a couple years ago now, actually. Viviana, do you want to introduce a little bit more about yourself real quick? Absolutely. First of all, I just want to say a huge thank you to Bethany for giving me the opportunity to come onto this podcast and speak to all of you. So thank you so much. A little bit about me, I am born and raised in good old Idaho, land of the potatoes, which are my favorite. I'm 33, I turned 33 last November and I really felt that 33 was gonna be my year. So I'm still holding on to that. And so far it's been a really good year. I really like to spend my free time reading. I'm definitely a nerd. I also love to spend my time traveling. I've been to 25 different countries so far. And most of those countries I've traveled to have been solo travel. So that's been certainly an adventure. And I currently work in education and I'm working on being more healthy and uh, continuing to grow as a person. Did you just say 27 countries that you've been to? 25. 25, but still, that's so cool. (laughs) Thank you. That's always been something I've wanted to do is like, get myself to travel alone I, yeah. I think I've ever done that before so when you said you did that like solo like this is so cool <laughs> it can be slightly terrifying but it really pushes you to grow out of your comfort zone and to really become more independent and think on your feet mm-hmm. and it's <clears throat> it's an experience that I really encourage every single woman to go out and do if possible and if you need help Bethany, I'm more than happy to help you plan your trip. I'll uh, give you pointers and tips and tricks for solo travel and even how to pack because I like to just travel with a backpack. You know what? I actually do too. It's just convenient. So convenient. You don't have to worry about checking your luggage and if it gets lost. Yes. So as I said or a little bit ago, we met through Instagram. Um, I think Viviana was following me first. <laughs> Lies. You were following me. Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. But we found each other and because of what? Because we're both into fitness as well. Yeah. Um, how long has fitness been a part of your lifestyle? It's been a part of my lifestyle for a really long time since my college days. I remember, I don't know if you've heard of the freshman 15. They say that you either gain 15 pounds or you lose 15 pounds. Well, I gained like 20. And that was uh, at the end of uh, middle of 2007, I would say. I was just finishing up my freshman year. And I really thought that I just had put on muscle. I hung out at 140 in high school and I got up to like 150, 155 at the end of my freshman year. And I thought it was muscle, but it wasn't. (laughs) It was all the cafeteria residence hall food that I was eating. And I was still very active. I played sports in high school. I did volleyball. 
And then in college, I did intramural sports and I took a karate class, which was so much fun. Do I remember any of it? Nope. But I can put out <laughs> my arms in self-defense if needed. And that's when it really all started as I was feeling very insecure with myself. I had never had a lot of confidence growing up and I always felt that I was too big. Mm-hmm. And maybe this has happened to you before, but you look back and you're like, wow, I wasn't big. I wasn't, oh, absolutely. I looked great. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's really what kicked off this whole health and fitness journey was the fact that I really wanted to lose weight and to be tiny and to be smaller and to want uh, someone to love me. And, and it was just kind of this cycle that continued on for a really, really long time. So since 2007 is my short answer. <laughs> hey, that's really cool though. Like mm-hmm. if somebody would have told me four or five years ago that I'd be into fitness or like just living a better lifestyle I'd be like rolling my eyes and be like you're crazy because oh I yeah hated it like I did sports and um not so much high school but like middle school I did yeah. soccer and basketball I've been a cheerleader before <laughs> and stuff and I just never stuck to it because it was just nothing that I guess really sparked my interest yeah with me I think it this is a little embarrassing to say, but with me, the reason I really got into fitness was because it stemmed from a place of where I just didn't like what I saw mm-hmm. and I didn't like myself. And I ended up uh, coming into, you know, by, I would say divine intervention, a really small studio in my town that the owner did some weights. She did some personal training, but she also offered spin classes and okay. TRX classes. And so that became my little community. It was very, very small and it was a lot of older people. So I was like the young, cool college (laughs) kid hanging out with these like 30, 35 year olds and they were my people. And and I personal trained um, with the owner. I remember her name, her name's Carol. And she was this like fiery, confident ginger. And she really sparked my love of weightlifting. And I loved training with her. I even got, uh, I believe, a second job to be able to pay and afford for my personal training session. <laughs> and then eventually she allowed me to teach Zumba in her little studio. So I would always have my class of regulars that I got to teach Zumba with. And, and even at that point, I still wasn't in the best mental space. I was still exercising six to seven days a week. And I reflect back and I think, wow, I was really just pulling my body through the ringer. I would run three miles every day, six days a week. I would do a spin class once a day and I would weight lift and train with Carol a couple, like once or twice a week. And so I was really putting my body through the ringer and I wasn't supporting it nutritionally. You know, it's just crazy that you're sharing all that because that is very similar to how I started off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even do it like intentionally, like just trying to like, I wasn't trying to like starve myself or anything like that. I just yeah. didn't know a lot. Um, I didn't have a yeah. trainer or anything like that until like seven months into mm-hmm. my own journey. And I was still working out like six, seven days a week. Sometimes I was doing CrossFit at that time, which, you know, CrossFit puts a lot on your body already. Oh, yeah. And then um, after CrossFit, I would still go to the gym and still run some more or like even weightlift even more and like just not incorporating the rest days and it yeah. just wasn't good. And I'm, 
honestly surprised I didn't get injured sooner. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like thinking back now, like that is so much. And like, you know me, I hate rest days typically, but like lately <laughs> I'm like, I need them. <laughs> and I think that says a lot about you and your mental growth that you recognize how important it is to, yes, take one day off or two mm -hmm. days off. And then the next day you're refreshed and you're not going to, you know, be more prone to injury. And then you can just keep on going. Exactly. Now you going back, I heard you say you taught Zumba for a little bit, right? I did. I've so taught how a couple long did of you do that for. I love Zumba. I'm not good at it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You just need to be able to move your body. So I got into Zumba also while I was in college. I think that I had taken a, a class and I fell in love with it and I wanted to be an instructor because I thought how fun. I love reggaeton. I love all the Latin songs. And uh, I was like, I want to teach a class like this. How fun. I've got high energy and this is great. So Carol let me teach at her studio. And then I ended up moving away because I had graduated from college. So I moved about an hour away and I could no longer teach. So it kind of stopped. And then I ended up moving to the city of uh, Boise, which is Idaho's capital. So that's currently where I reside. And there was another little studio that I ended up coming across. Um, it was in a women's only studio. So they, they were all about empowering women and it was women's only. So they offered a variety of courses and they offered pole, they offered women's dance team. So I was on the belly dance team, which was really cool. That's and right so before cool. they closed, I, I joined the women's hip hop team and I had never, ever, ever been a dancer. And I really felt so empowered in that class. I was like, I'm moving and I am like amazing. And it was such a fun class. But then I also got to teach a class called Kangoo. And you may or may not have heard of it, but basically they look, you put these boots on, they've got this spring on the bottom and you put them on and you literally just bounce around like a kangaroo. And so I took my first Kangoo class. The studio had boots that I could borrow and I immediately fell in love. It was super easy on my knees and it was upbeat and fast paced and it just kicked your butt. So I taught Kangoo for a little bit. And then uh, I never ended up teaching Zumba at the studio, but I taught at a different like yoga studio, but Zumba wasn't really a fit for the yoga studio. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once the women's studio closed, then I just reverted to a like a regular old gym and I do I miss that women's studio a lot the community was wonderful I made a lot of friends and I still stay in touch with them that's cool I've never heard of that but I did see a picture that you had posted on your Instagram page um of those boots that you're talking about and I was like I would have fallen over <laughs> <laughs> they're a little awkward at first but once you get into the rhythm of them they're super super just fun it sounds like a fun time. It really does. I've done half. I didn't know that's what it was called, but I am very curious now. <laughs> You're gonna have to YouTube it, and your For listeners sure. will have to YouTube Kangoo. <laughs> um, and I also so obviously I kind of stalked your Instagram page a little bit, <laughs> and I saw that you did a bodybuilding show at one time, didn't you? I did in 2016. Yeah. I did a bikini, uh, the bikini category. I think that see there's still so much with like bodybuilding and shows that I have I don't know anything about um 
Yeah. So I didn't even know that that was just a category. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been out of <laughs> that realm for years. <laughs> but what uh, got you to do a show? Like what made you decide that you want to go for that? Oh my goodness. And the truth comes out. So I, first of all, I thought it would be super fun to do, but it really, again, stemmed from a place of wanting to lose weight so I could be confident and so I could be tiny. And if I was tiny, then somebody would like me because growing up, I never felt that I was worthy or that someone was going to like me being 150 pounds or 160 pounds. And so the women's studio had just gotten a brand new coach and she coached herself through bodybuilding shows. She did figure. And so she was really smart. So she gathered or she offered the opportunity to coach um, a few of us women as a group. So I think there was four of us that were going through the 12 weeks of eating healthy and losing weight. And then every Saturday we would get together and we would learn poses and pose, et cetera. And it was a really fun experience. And if I could do it all over again, I would have changed my mindset because I went in with the mindset of really, I'm doing this show to look tiny, to look skinny. Well, thank you for your honesty. Like that's, you're welcome. I don't know. I just, I always thought it was cool. It's never really something I've wanted to do up until like yeah. very, very recently. It's kind of crossed my mind a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just always heard that like the way you have to diet and all that stuff to, you know, being, I guess, prep for a show. Yeah. Like you, I don't know, that mentality you have to have to be able to like really hold yourself accountable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> It was a really rough start. I knew I wanted to do the show, but I kept like messing up within like the first two weeks because I started prep about 14 weeks and normally a prep is about 12 weeks. Okay. And I, over the course of the the 16 weeks, I ended up losing like 30 pounds. So I went from, I think I was right around 165 and I ended up like 140, 139 the day of the show. So it was an incredibly unhealthy weight loss. And Mm -hmm going into the show, I expected a lot more of the coach. And I guess I just expected more of having my hand held. So I would definitely have chosen somebody else. She was incredibly knowledgeable, but I just don't think that she really knew how much of a newbie I was because I didn't know how to diet after the show. Apparently you just can't go ham on everything. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you that. How did it go after your show was done? I went ham. (laughs) I gained all the weight back plus some. And I just was in an even like more miserable place. Like it really messed with me mentally and physically. And if I, my mindset still just wasn't in the right place. I really had no business doing a show with that type of mindset of really just liking my body and really beating myself up over everything and looking in a mirror and being like, oh my gosh, my rolls and my fat and my cellulite, I'm so disgusting. It just was not a good space to be in. Um, Would you ever consider doing another one in the future? Absolutely. (laughs) I have had a complete shift in mindset and I would love to do a figure show. I would love to put on more muscle continue to grow my legs. I'm right now, and this is 
probably irrelevant, but I'm sitting right around 170-ish pounds and I am so confident. And yes, I continue to work out, but I do it out of love because, mm-hmm. you know, yes, I do need to lose a couple weights, but it's not coming from a place of hate. It's coming from a place of, I need to be a little lighter so my knees don't hurt. <laughs> I think that that is so important for not just you and I, but like anybody out there to get yeah. to a point to where it's not, how do I explain it? Like where you don't feel like it's a chore, like you feel like you have to do it to look this way, but yeah. to do it because you really, it's what you love to do anyway. And then, yeah. you know, you want to just be healthier all around yes. um, because this is, you know what I'm saying? For me, like we all know I have an injury right now, knee injury and yeah. I've had other injuries in the past too. And, you know, I'm sure the extra weight is not helping. (laughs) So if I can get that off, I might feel a little bit better too, but I'm not like solely focused on, okay, I have to do this because I don't love, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just, you want to enjoy the journey and enjoy your body through every single phase. I really feel like that's important. It is. It really is. So I would like to do a show one day and I know exactly who would be my coach. And I really think that I would enjoy the process. It would be completely different than it was the first time because the first time I was eating a lot of chicken and veggies and chicken and veggies. And with the coach that I had worked with previously a couple of years ago before getting injured, he went off of like macros. And so like, yes, you can essentially eat whatever you want. And I, I, it would be a completely different experience. And so I hope to get on stage one day. It's not a, a huge goal of mine because I, I'm, trying to heal an injury but uh, maybe one day maybe one day I'll get back on stage and it's so much fun and it's so much fun to put on your bikini (laughs) and to like get glammed up and the hair and the makeup and the first time I actually made my own swimsuit I made my own bikini I ordered it off of Etsy and then I glued what felt like a million rhinestones to my top (laughs) and my bottom I just felt like I was gonna turn out to be like this hunched over woman by the time I was done gluing all of my bling onto my suit. It was a white suit and it was so beautiful. And I, I say it was beautiful it. from the picture I saw. Thank you. Thank you. And it was, it was fun. Um, now you just talked about an injury, which yeah. I was, I was going to bring up what other challenges and obstacles have you faced in your journey since like you know, since you started from 2007 to now. Yeah. I feel like after I turned 30, everything physically kind of went downhill. (laughs) And uh, I, I have been dealing with like a nerve impingement and then some back problems and some neuropathy. And uh, I just found out that I have celiac disease. So I really have to change the way that I eat because a celiac, uh, that ingest gluten, which is typically like wheat, rye, etc. What happens is the body will actually mount an attack on the small intestine and damage the little villi, which are absorbing nutrients into the body. And so I'm, I'm working on that. I just found out. And so that's been a little bit of a, a lifestyle change and dealing with some of that. Um, and then I think an obstacle that I faced since I started my health journey in 2007 was really changing my mindset and the lack of confidence that I had. I 
always, and I'm not joking when I say always was on some sort of diet. I yo-yoed, I did like the uh, HCG diet where you take holistic HCG. I think that's what it is. And you only eat like 500 calories a day and you do it for like X amount of days. Or I've done keto and low carb and just only eating like meat and veggies. And so nothing that's ever been <clears throat> really sustainable. But I, I know that the point that really changed my life and my mindset was in 2007, I was dating a guy and the breakup just was like the worst breakup that could have ever happened to me. But honestly, it was also the best thing that ever happened to me because it really forced me to look at myself, my body, my thoughts. And whenever I was in a relationship, I just always felt like I was never enough. And in my first relationship was out of college and it was with this guy that he just wasn't the best individual towards me. He wasn't very supportive, um, verbally, just there was a little bit of verbal and emotional abuse there and it just kind of led me down a, a path that wasn't healthy for me I just wasn't dating the best men so after I had that breakup it really forced me to look at myself and what it is that I wanted if I was worthy and so I I ended up working with the owner of the women's studio it had just closed and she really coached me on how to love my body and how to look at why I felt that I wasn't worthy enough and why I felt that I wasn't worthy enough to get a man that was confident and kind and it just ish really really hit the fan and but that really made me grow into the person that I am today I genuinely love my body and I'm so thankful for my body I am amazed at all the things that my body can do like every day it makes sure that you know everything's functioning mm -hmm. and it regulates its temperature on its own. It keeps my heart beating. I mean, I've got a brain that I get to use every day. I'm just so blessed and so thankful. And yes, even though I'm trying to work through an, in an injury right now, I feel so lucky that I get to get up and go to the gym or that I get to walk out my door using my two legs. Like I'm just overwhelmed with this amount of gratitude. And there's, a, I have a lot of love and respect for myself now. And, and that's not me being cocky or conceited it I just genuinely feel a lot of self-love towards myself I love that and I definitely don't it doesn't for me it doesn't come off as like cocky or conceited at all um it's because that work is hard to like really get to a place to where you are oh, yeah you know you love yourself like or that like reflection in the mirror and all that it's really hard <laughs> oh yeah yeah and I look at my cellulite and I'm like, cool, it's cellulite. And I move on <laughs> about it twice where I'm like, oh, I forgot to shave my legs today. Well, I don't know what to tell you people. You're going to have to just look at my hairy legs today. It's the <laughs> <thing>. same. Yeah. <laughs> it's very liberating. <laughs> or sometimes I'll forget to shave my armpits and I'm in like a tank top at the gym and I'm like, cool, I have hairy armpits today and I move on. I feel like that is something even so as much as sometimes I complain about my own injury at the moment <laughs> and stuff there are things that I've been learning along the way of this too and part of that is just like <clears throat> how I guess I was gonna say lazy but like how comfortable I've gotten <laughs> <laughs> 
there's something so beautiful in being comfortable in your own skin, Mm -hmm. not feeling like you always have to be on with hair and makeup and clothes. And that's how I used to be. I had this whole like breakup thing and really worked on myself. Like I will walk out of my house looking like a little troll, (laughs) hair disheveled, no makeup, super bushy eyebrows. And it's fine. Big old sweater, jeans. And I look like uh, (laughs) a little, uh, uh, I could look better. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) I don't really care. I I like that though. Like I went to physical therapy Thursday and she wanted, I didn't know that we were going to put tape on me um, because I hadn't shaved my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, so right now that's just a lot of work and I mean I feel yeah. like it's a lot of work anyway <laughs> it is oh. but now especially like you know not being able to stand for too long on that side I'm really like I don't want to do that <laughs> so but last couple times when she put tape on there when I knew she would like I would like kind of clean it up you know but these times <laughs> or this last time I was just like yeah sorry I didn't I didn't shave and she was just like it's okay <laughs> like I don't care yeah. Hey, as long as you're cool with it, anybody else, it really doesn't matter what they think. That is true. <clears throat> and forgive me, I'm probably not going to say this correctly. <laughs> you, <laughs> you kind of struggle saying certain words, um, but I, you said you have celiac? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, celiac right. disease. What, what exactly is that? Because I know you said like, you know, now I was going to ask you, what does your nutrition look like? Especially now yeah. finding out that, you know. Yeah. So earlier I mentioned, it's just that the body can't, it's an audio, an audio, <laughs> excuse me, an autoimmune disorder. So anytime you ingest gluten, which is found in bread, it's rye, it's barley, it's wheat, your body doesn't digest that. <clears throat> so your body will mount an attack on your small intestine and then it cause a lot of inflammation. So yeah. my doctor told me that I should never eat gluten again, which is fine. I would rather choose a healthy body than continue to damage my body because I wanted a hamburger or a slice of toast. To me, that's not worth it. And as far as my nutrition, it just means that I get to change it to a more whole nutrition, which I had been planning to do anyway. So maybe this is a little bit of a blessing in disguise, but I'm really looking forward to with this change of nutrition is seeing all of the nutrition that my body is going to end up receiving because in my blood work, I was incredibly deficient in a lot of uh, vitamins and minerals. So I was low on B magnesium, like half of what a normal person should have. And the reason I went in to get my blood checked out was because I was starting to have my hair fall out more than normal. Uh And like my hair just wasn't growing. And before my hair would grow so fast about an inch a month is what I would say. And so it just kind of quit for months. It just stayed really short right before I started noticing it. I had cut off. 14 inches. And I really thought that within a year, my hair was going to be back to being just as long, but that didn't happen. It took me about two years to grow my hair Mm -hmm. to what the original length was. And so I'm really looking forward to, and sometimes I still struggle because yes, you can find gluten-free items that are 
really processed. So moving towards a more whole diet, so mm -hmm. eggs and protein and veggies and fruit and avoiding more of the processed things. I still miss a few things. Like I wish I could just go eat some cake and frosting. Like I would go ham on some cake and frosting. I can't do that now. One thing that's been really challenging for me, there's actually two things that have been really challenging for me with celiac is I have to be hyper vigilant about anything that goes into my mouth that I already don't know beforehand is gluten-free. Mm -hmm. So if I go out to eat, I need to scope out the menu before so that I make sure that I know that I can find something to eat. Uh, when, if I'm like out in the grocery store, I've got an app on my phone that I downloaded that will tell me, yes, this is gluten-free or this is not, or may contain gluten. So it's just being really, really vigilant about anything that I'm introducing into my diet that's new. But the second challenge that is really, I would say the most difficult one is knowing if and when I've accidentally glutened myself. And when I say gluten myself, I mean accidentally ingesting something that has gluten because I don't present with a regular celiac symptoms, which typically present themselves as like digestive issues. I don't have any of that. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if I'm accidentally glutening myself and continuing to damage my poor small intestine. So I just, I really have to make sure that everything that I purchase and that I consume is certified gluten-free and gluten can be found in anything. I mean, even vitamins and supplements can contain gluten. Spices can contain gluten. Um, gosh, I can't think of anything else off the top of my mind, but those are the two things that stick out on my mind that contain gluten. So it's just being very, very vigilant. That's crazy. I think I even remember asking you just because I, <clears throat> I was just curious one day. I was thinking about it and I was just like, I wonder if pre-workout has gluten in it. Like not all of them, but like if yeah. there are any out there that have some in there, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. And I don't think I'd be surprised if it if there were some that did contain gluten. So <laughs> I just make sure that I check my supplements if they don't have gluten. Literally everything that's going to go into my mouth has to be screened by me beforehand to make sure that it doesn't have gluten. And it's, it's a little bit of a bummer because it's, it's kind of, it kind of hinders if I want to go out on an adventure. I know that when I start to travel again, the world, like I can't just sit down and have a burger with my new international friends that I meet mm -hmm. or at the airport, I can't just order fries because lo and behold, fries can contain gluten. Mm -hmm. It's, the most, sometimes the most random things that you would think don't have gluten, have gluten. Well, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think it's very admirable that you are so aware of what you're consuming. You know, like you're, you have that mindset of like, okay, I would rather not <laughs> attack my, you know, system, yeah. system and versus like having a moment to enjoy whatever is, you know, because for me, it's different, but like being a type two diabetic and stuff, especially when it was out of control a couple of years ago, yeah. there were certain things that I needed to steer away from, um, but I didn't <laughs> because I just, I was like, I want this, I'm gonna have it. <laughs> and, you know, and then even like, I am lactose intolerant too. And uh, it's not too bad compared to how some people can get like their symptoms and whatnot, but even still like, I now I'm a little more aware, okay, do I really want to have this for like a couple seconds and then be like not feeling good later? 
whatever. So like just that mindset that you have, I just think it's amazing. And uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I did have a couple more questions for you. Sure. I know you said that you really started getting into weightlifting. So, and you know me, I love weightlifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite exercise? Uh, oh my gosh, this is such a tough question. <laughs> Can I answer it in two parts? That's fine, yeah. Okay. Pre-lower body injuries, I was so like in love with squats. Like that was my exercise. Like the more weight that I could put on the squat bar, uh, like the happier that would make me. <laughs> I, I've always had a goal to squat 300 pounds and I hit 250 once and then I got hurt. And uh, I'd like to think that one day I'll be able to do that. But I'm just so grateful and thankful that I even get to just do bodyweight squats. So I'm not in any rush. I've got the rest of my life to try to hit that 300 pound squat. Even if I'm like 45, maybe it could happen then. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now during this whole injury that I'm dealing with, I, I just love hitting upper body. Like it is so much fun for me. I've never really focused on upper body. So now I'm starting to see like some definition in my back and my arms. And I really like seeing the vascularity. So like the veins in my mm -hmm. arms. And I think I see like a little shoulder vein that's peeping. <laughs> so, so I really love upper body and, and really just being able to lift brings me so much joy. I like to joke around that I'm a much nicer person if I get to lift in the morning because it really does set me up for my day. I'm full of endorphins. I'm happy. I'm energized. And that's also my preferred time to work out is bright and early in the morning. I get up at 4.30. I'm in the gym by like 5. If I'm really slow that morning, 5.15. Mm -hmm. But I get to go in and get my sweat on and really set myself up for the day. Because if I do it in the afternoon, it just gives me a second wind and then I can't fall asleep, which is very unfortunate. But it's also much more quiet in the mornings too. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people say that they like they enjoy morning workouts because it kind of helps set them up for their day. Well, and it makes total sense too. Mm -hmm. But you might like, I feel like in a couple of ways, we're just so alike <laughs> because yes, we I are also love, like really loved squatting before I got hurt with yeah. my back injury and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's something so for me, at least so powerful to like move a lot of weight. Yes. Like, as a woman, I'm like, yes, I just squatted 185 pounds or 250. Yes. Like my pride and joy. And then seeing like your legs grow and mm -hmm. getting that muscle definition, it just, it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful process. And I still want to continue to grow my legs and define them and get some beautiful, sexy quads that can crush watermelons. Yes. But <laughs> I'm in no rush. My priority right now is to take care of my leg and take care of my back. So I'm going to hit upper body and, and be content with that for now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, same though, because I remember I was in the gym one day, I was at Planet Fitness. So like Planet Fitness doesn't have squat racks, but they do have the Smith machines. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. so my highest with free weight was 275 for one that I got. Um, That's amazing. But then on the 
Smith machine I had done, I think it was like 305 or something. And anyway, there's a guy, this bigger, bulkier guy <clears throat> and his daughter, I didn't even know were watching me. Uh-huh. And I had done it like three times, I think. And the third time I really, I, you know, struggled to get it back up. But anyway, he came over and he was just like, I was like, oh, hey, like, <laughs> he's just like, I just had to tell you, like, that is so impressive. He's just like, he's like, I don't mean to like any offense by this or anything, but just the fact that you're so short because I'm only five foot, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're, you're just this little person and, you know, and a woman too and stuff. And you were yeah. able to do, he's like, I watched you every single rep. And yeah. stuff. he's just like, that is awesome. <laughs> and like, just to hear that, I mean, I felt really good moving that way anyway, but just to like, yeah. hear that from somebody else, like, I don't know, it's just, it's a great feeling. <laughs> it is a great feeling because, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but you can squat your own body weight. Yeah. That's so badass. Like I just squatted myself and then like a kid, <laughs> I just squatted myself and like a little 20 pound dog. It's just super fun to put those comparisons together. It is. I don't know. I never understood like when people would talk like that up until I started getting into fitness and weightlifting, especially, um, I was, you know, and even like wanting to see your vein or to see more muscles, like <laughs> definition yeah. I never cared before but now I'm like oh my gosh look at that like I can see it do you see it exactly like do you see that little tricep Ooh, <laughs> is that a definition it's, it's I really get fun. so excited about it and like you <clears throat> you know right now I'm just grateful that I'm able to do something still and yeah I'm like I can do like my core and up right now yeah and that's sometimes yes I'd have my moment where I'm like okay I'm over this but yeah then I come back and I'm like yeah. regroup and I'm like you know what no yeah like I'm extremely thankful that I'm still mm-hmm. able to do something because yeah. it could be worse and yeah you and I <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has heard of this but you know Christmas trees on your back <laughs> <laughs> Bibiana and I have both been like we want our Christmas trees coming in <laughs> we're getting ready for the holidays so yes, we're about like yeah. 11 months out before Christmas hits so we can get show off our Christmas trees but I want to say that that's such a good mindset and like a, a good outlook to have is yes you may not be able to work a certain body part or a certain section but you're still doing the best that you can and working something else mm-hmm. you're not giving up you're continuing to plug along and I think that that's what really matters there are days where I just don't want to go to the gym and I'm like oh stop and, you know, thankfully I've got you for my support system and you're like, just go, you're going to feel better. Remember your Christmas tree. And that will like get my butt moving. And truly there is no workout that I ever regret. Even the ones where I am just in my mind and I can't focus and nothing feels right. And you feel weak. Like I don't even regret those either because you know what? I showed up and I did the exercises and I got it done. And that's what matters. <laughs> Amen showing up for yourself <clears throat> like I said we're gonna we're gonna have that definition back yes there. we are <laughs> um my next question for you is what is one thing that you wish you would have known when you started your wellness journey oh my goodness if <laughs> I met my little 20 year old self I have like 573 answers to this question. So I knew picking one was going to be a challenge. Oh, this is so difficult. (laughs) 
You know, I, I would tell my 20 year old self, I'd say, Bibiana, you know, you really need to get your mind right. You really need to work on self-love and loving yourself and truly caring for yourself and not beating yourself up because somebody wants you to lose 20 pounds or because you feel that you're not worthy to be with someone if you're not 120 pounds. And the reality is, is my body frame isn't meant to be 120 pounds. I would just look very unhealthy. I carry a lot of, uh, I have a lot of strength in my legs and I'm just built to not be really skinny. And there's nothing wrong with being skinny, but it just does not suit me. So I would really tell my, my 20 year old self and anyone out there is to get your mind right because no amount of exercise is going to get you in that right mindset unless you get your mindset right first. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I couldn't have said that better myself. Yeah, and, and I think that once you start to work on more self-care and more self-love, it will just continue to build because there was a point in time where I was always chasing a number on the scale and I chased a number on the scale for years. And I don't know about you, but it's exhausting. I always thought I wanted to be like 140 pounds, like what I was in high school. And now, hell no, I want to be, and and again, I I really only want to lose weight because my knees hurt. Damn it. They hurt. I've been carrying around some extra weight and I know that for my health, I need to lose that, Mm -hmm. but I want to hang around like 150, 155, and then continue to add muscle and definition. And honestly, I would be super happy if I just hung out at 160, but was very lean and very muscular. So really weight does not matter. I have met uh, friends that are like, oh yeah, I'm the same size as you. I weigh the same as you. And I'm like, what, how do we weigh the same? You're like much more tiny than I am, but it's just the way that our bodies are built and mm-hmm. our weight is distributed differently. I've got big thighs and a big booty and that's where I carry my weight. And I am five, three. So I'm also not the tallest person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No so sure. get, get work on your mind first. That's what I would, I would uh, give as a tip. You know, and a lot of people, myself included at one point, would brush off the whole like <clears throat> working on your mind what and what does that look like like that could be journaling or talking to like if you need to like a counselor or you know anything there's so much that you can do exactly that mindset and like and I'm guilty like I said of brushing it off like uh, whatever like it, it is not a big deal it sounds so kind of hokey right yeah it does but honestly it's so important <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It really, really is because once you have that self-love, I mean, it's, it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It is a game changer. And I sometimes wonder like if, what would I be like had I had self-love from the very beginning of my journey in 2007? Like, I think that I would be in a very different place and I wouldn't have yo-yoed for like 10, 15 years and it just, I think that things would have been very different, but I'm really thankful for all that I've learned. And I know that I'm going to continue to grow. I'm excited to watch you grow too. Ah, both of us. We're yeah. going places. <laughs> oh yeah. I have always, up until maybe a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. just like, if I can just get to 150 pounds, I will be happy. 
Yeah. And I have, for no. whatever reason, I had 150 in my mind. Now I am five foot. <laughs> so yeah. that is still technically considered over like obese for me. Like mm-hmm. you had said, you know, ideally for your body type, like it's like what, 120s or so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was like 110 to 115. And I'm just, I just don't see myself there. Not, I don't even want to be there. Like I want the muscle definition and all of that. <laughs> Yep. <clears throat> no. So now I'm really focused on just doing the best I can with my nutrition, moving my body, mm-hmm. and just being happy with that. Like, yeah. And I I'm, think that, sorry to interrupt you, no, but no. you know, you're working on your nutrition and being okay with your, with your, with where you're at, I think really speaks volumes because you're not stressed. You're not beating yourself up. You're not angry that you can't do something. So you're really in such a good headspace. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> so before we wrap up, okay, <laughs> what is um, one piece of advice that you would give somebody upside from being mentally, like getting <laughs> mental health okay. together? So I guess what is one other piece of advice you would give somebody who is just starting out? Oh, man. That's an an excellent question. And I still have 573 answers to give. This sounds so cliche. So, so, so cliche. But start with one habit that you need to change and turn it into a healthy one. So if you're always drinking soda, change it to water. Because really, things really are going to build up into something bigger and greater. But if you try to change five, seven things all at once, you are, you will fail. It is too much. So start with one thing. Yes. Eventually you'll want to have a really good balance of nutrition and working out, but sometimes that's way too much. And even for myself, I find that difficult Mm -hmm. finding that balance. Life is hectic. I am single. I work, I have actually two jobs And sometimes it's really hard to balance things because my job is a little sporadic. I work in education and I do recruitment. So sometimes I won't be home till really late or I'll start my day days at 6 a.m. So it's very sporadic. So start with by changing one thing. So whether it's drinking more water or whether you meal prep for the next three days or four days or whether that's committing to hitting your 10,000 steps a day. When I had my uh, injury, which I still have in a different form. But when I had my injury and I couldn't lift, I could barely like extend my leg. Like it was bad. I committed to walking around my work building during my lunch hour and getting my 10,000 steps. So while I wasn't able to lift and do other things, I was still being active. And that really helped. That did wonders for my mental health because I wasn't in the best headspace because lifting truly brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And so, but just by being able to move, really kept me in good spirits I would say not high spirits but good spirits and I would call my mom and my mom would talk my ear off for 30 minutes 45 minutes and then my hour would have already gone by and I had already hit 10,000 steps or 15,000 steps so change start by changing one thing I love that so before I let you go we're gonna play a little bit of this or that real quick (laughs) Uh, (laughs) he's gonna answer whatever one. Oh boy just one okay all right you ready no <laughs> protein shakes or meal prep oh that's such a hard question 
Meal prep. Pre-workout or energy drinks? Pre-workout. Leg day or arm day? Uh, both. <laughs> Fine, arm day. Treadmill or outdoor? Run. Treadmill. Mm-hmm. Lunges like or squats? Squats. Uh, crop top or t-shirt? Crop top. <laughs> Hit or weights? Weights. Tea or coffee? Tea. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> hey, that was so much fun. I felt like that was like super fast and furious. <laughs> I love this <laughs> Well, thank you again for coming on and sharing thank more you. about yourself. I truly enjoyed our conversation. Awesome. Um, and if anybody would like to follow you, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is glow in wellness. So it's glow underscore in underscore wellness. My profile is private. I created it to build a community of women and to help teach and empower and share a little bit about my celiac disease journey. So please follow me, request to be my friend. I would love to be your friend. And I look forward to seeing you on the gram. So again, thank you. I will also put her handle in the description too. Um, so I would highly suggest you request to follow her. She'll hype you up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I will. I will be your hype girl. Count me in. I also um, run challenges for funsies. She does. Free, yeah. And there's prizes, usually a couple Starbucks cards. And, and it's just, I like to do them because I think it's fun to build community and to help start building some good habits. I mean, hey, I, one of these days, I will definitely be joining one of your challenges. I expect you to join one of my challenges. <clears throat> oh, I will. Okay. I'm not broken anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. Um, I will see you guys next time. <laughs>